The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another Kerfuffle Cooking Corner. And It's a um, Technology Trial Tuesday. Very, yes, exactly. And it is indeed a Trial Tuesday. It's September 27th, 2022. And today we are going to try our hands at chocolate chip crunch cookies. And I want to welcome everybody in Clubhouse and on the stream. I'm hearing some background noise. So if everybody could check their mute status, they won't play, por favor. And please, and any other languages I'm forgetting, which is most of them. Excellent. Um, I'm sorry, you were mentioning all the other languages. I, I was, just I'd yes. throw Welsh in there too. Exactly. So you didn't know you would get a foreign language question in this call. So, um, but this is cooking and comedy. I should rename it Herbie's Cooking and Comedy Corner. But uh, either way, we are going to be making these. These come from a Joanne Fluke book, and I'm forgetting the actual title now. But um, chocolate chip cookie murder. Hannah Spencer book one. All right. Yes. So chocolate chip cookie murder. That is a pretty good book. And no, it's not the chocolate chip cookies that get murdered. But uh, maybe they do because they do get eaten. Well, I was going to say technically they do. Um, <laughs> but but nobody minds that though. No, they do not. So let's get things started. If you are following along with me, do refer to the ingredients list in the um, the ACB email. And by the way, um, we do also have a cooks list and that is um, acbcooks at acblists.org, I think. Or is it acb-lists? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. Because <laughs> somebody was asking me about that the other day and they were having issues. So I, um, I don't remember. We need Courtney for that. All right. I think it's ACB Cooks Plus sign subscribe at acblist.org. Yeah, that sounds right. L I S T S. That does sound right. At least somebody knows. Exactly. All right. So, believe it or not, I actually am doing work here in this kitchen as we're getting ready. I'm trying to find where my butter went, which I just had it yesterday. There it is. And it was giving me a bit of a concern because I know I'd just gotten some more for this recipe. So what we're going to start off with is two sticks of butter melted. And we're going to then pour that into a bowl. Yeah, I guess I could use the mixing bowl for the microwave, but... Mm, Depends. Is it a plastic one or ceramic? It's a metal one. Uh, metal metal or ceramic metal? I have no idea. Yeah, if you're not sure, don't put it in my microwave. Exactly, that's why I'm not going to. Um, so what I am going to do is just take out a regular bowl that I do know is microwavable. And I'm going to open the box. This calls for, um, I think it does say unsalted butter. Either way, that's what I tend to use for baking. So two sticks is very easy to measure out. We just take them out of the box. If for some reason you have the box with the half sticks, then you would take out four half sticks instead of two regular sticks. And these sticks come in parchment paper, so we just um, 
wrap each one and we're going to break it up slightly just because it'll fit in the bowl better and it'll melt quicker as well. So that is stick number one and let's deal now with stick number two. Any day, thank you. And some people do like to save the uh, parchment paper for nonstick stuff. Um, I just have the roll of it, which I'll be using on the cookie sheet a little bit later on. So let us put this in the microwave and we're going to give it about a minute. Probably actually going to need less time than that, so we're going to do something. So because of the way my microwave is situated, I'm going to bring my mixing bowl over to it because I'm microwave is actually outside of the kitchen. It used to be inside, but I made way last year for a brand new doohickey called an air fryer, and we needed a place to put it, and that seemed more appropriate for in the kitchen, and so that is where it sits, so the microwave is now outside. I'm going to just open the microwave. Oh, it still needs some melting, but this gives me an opportunity to press down these sticks into the unmelted part and close the door by pressing them down so that way they will, you know, melt a little bit uh, quicker. And yes, if you're not, if you're concerned about touching hot things and you would want to use a spoon for this, but uh, to uh, touch the surface, but I'm just using clean hands. But if you're crazy like us, you'll just stick your finger in it. Exactly. And how do you get to be crazy like us? Well, you cook all the time. No, I and think we were just born this way, Harry. You think so? Okay. All right. Well, then I'm glad because Lady Gaga wrote a song about us. Uh, born this way. Okay. So it, the full minute was not good enough, so I'm just giving it an additional 30 seconds. And um, just going to, uh, okay, this might actually be good enough. Am I crushing more cornflakes? Yeah, I thought you were going to crush more cornflakes. And uh, I am getting uh, questions here by the, from the cook's assistant. Okay, I'm just going to let this bowl cool down a few more seconds before I take it out and pour it into the mixing bowl. And so if you've got a weird situation like mine, well, in any type of situation, you just, for safety's sake, have your mixing bowl as close to your microwave as possible, so that way there's less chance of spilling things. And um, <clears throat> you can also use oven mitts. Okay, but now this bowl is cool enough for me to touch and take out. I'm pouring it into the mixing bowl. And I did use my fingers to feel inside, and it is cool enough to touch without me burning my fingers. Now I'm going to take this all the way back into the kitchen. I'm going to, again, pour out the bowl one more time just to make sure there's no excess stuff. Then we're going to put this in the sink, and I am going to wash, and... The next thing we are going to do is add in our sugars. And this calls for both white and brown sugar. 
officially. Which, officially, yep. Which is I good. Don't, I, I don't use white sugar ever, so um, I'm just using brown sugar. You're just using brown sugar. All right. This is unfortunately uh, where uh, Tori is too far away because we could do a taste test and see if it affects the flavor of the cookies in any it, way. It, it would slightly affect the flavors because using the different types of sugar does. Not enough to really matter. And I, for dietary preference reasons, do not like to use um, white sugar. So that's why I'm using the brown sugar. And I know it's there's going to be a, a slight difference in taste, but there always is when you change up ingredients anyway. Yes, there is. All right. So by the way, in case it's worth noting, a cup of butter is two sticks. So if you were using butter in a tub, that's how you would measure it out is with one measuring cup, the full size cup. But um, and it does not specify unsalted. It's just what I use. So um, because we're going to add in our additional salt in a little bit. But it does call for a cup of each type of sugar, so we're going to get out the sugar. And I have mine in the container, so I can just scoop it out. When the, I open the bag, I put it in the container. So, except this, you may have to pour it rather than scoop. Let's see, I'm trying to, this is not a full container, so. Okay, so when it's not a full container, I can kind of have it at its side and use the cup to just kind of scoop out. Yay. All right. There is our sugar. Um, hold on. What? Where's the bag? Over here. Hold on. Okay. I do apologize, folks. We've hired on some more kitchen staff for this endeavor, and uh, they want to uh, ask me questions, and uh, that's okay. So They don't learn if they don't ask questions. Exactly. So uh, I'm going to now put this lid back on the container. I am now going to get out the brown sugar. Again, you can tell a difference with white and brown sugar because they have two different types of packaging. So let us get out the brown sugar, which I had. Oh, I know where it is. I actually put it with the other sugars. What do you know? I did something that made sense. No wonder you couldn't figure it out. Exactly. That's why I don't like people cleaning up because um, they do this thing called organization, and um, it is. I don't like it. So I'm going to um, now deal with our sugar, and uh, this is always a fun one. So the first thing I'm going to do is get a Ziploc bag, the uh, big ones. So that way I can seal it up. I don't have enough brown sugar to warrant a container because it's not a five pound bag, but we do need to keep it sealed. So brown sugar comes in a plastic bag whereas your white sugar comes in a paper type bag that is usually bigger. So. I'm going to see, do I have any skizzers? Skizzers, skizzers. 
vegetables. Alright, they're buried here somewhere, so I won't worry about them. I will just use a knife instead. One with a serrated blade that will allow me to cut into the bag. And more like pierce it. Okay, fine. But I can make a hole and then use my fingers to just tear it open. And it doesn't need to be completely open, just enough for us to pour a cup of the brown sugar. So I'm going to now take the bag and just hold it over the bowl along with my measuring cup. And we're going to just ah, get a grip. And, and any extra is gonna go into the bowl here. So come on, out, out, out. Oof. Unfortunately, with a smaller opening, you can have problems with things coming out or not wanting to come out. So you just have to be patient and work with it. I may have given us a little bit of extra sugar, but uh, as long as we don't uh, tell uh, doctors, then uh, it'll be good. I promise not to phone your doctor and tell them. Alright. Well, I'm not worried about you doing it anyway, because if you were to... Um, that would be an international call, unless you get some kind of... Uh, well, I do get discounted international calls, but they still cost money, and I'm not spending that much money just to tell your doctor you had extra. Yeah, good idea. Um, Alright. Um, okay, I'm about to put the sugar in with the Ziploc bags. It doesn't need to go there. It needs to go with my other uh, sugars. Okay. But I'm going crazy. Alright, so I know. I know it is. So let's pause right here and see if we have any questions in either Zoom or Clubhouse. So just either one of you speak up if we have any Raise hands right now. Well, not hearing anybody, then uh, let us continue on. Harvey, Diane's got her hand raised, I think. Okay, you think. Well, all right. Well, Diane, if that is indeed the case, uh, talk to us. Okay, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Um, all right, great. I actually have two questions um, for you, Herbie. Number one, um, what kind of microwave is that? Um, you know, we've been looking around for a talking microwave and have never found one. So this is the, I think it's what, Chanel, the Magic Chef brand. Oh, I thought it was Hamilton Beach. It could be. Hamilton Beach. Yeah, uh, we got this um, back in, like that, yeah, yeah the, it probably is. We got it back in 2011, and I'll say this much, we have not replaced it yet since uh, that was over 11 years ago. Wow. So actually, maybe even, I think it even goes back to 2010, so. Yeah, I think I don't have my talking microwave is because I killed it. She, I may even okay. have it, never mind. Yep. 
Herbie, Holly, Han- Holly, Anderson. Holly. Okay, can All I, right. uh, wait a minute. Diane said she had two questions. Oh, that's, she, oh. she did, yes. You, you, yeah, okay, Diane, and the second question, and then uh, we'll go to uh, Holly. Okay. Um, did, did you, do you um, pack your brown sugar when you measure it? Um, well, I don't even... I don't even pack my suitcase, so I don't even know why I pack. No. Yes, you should pack the black brown sugar when you measure it. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. I did not, but that's a good idea. But uh, I, you know, I'm like Kevin in Home Alone. Pack my suitcase? No, just kidding. I do actually pack my suitcase. Well, at least I put stuff in there. I don't know if that counts as packing. Um, all, all right, Holly. Right. Um, so I was wondering how you deal with like, because brown sugar tends to clump. So I was wondering how you dealt with that. And I had, um, I had that microwave, the Hamilton Beach one, and it died a death. And I don't think you can get them anymore. So I don't think you can either. I think what really helps with ours is we are not big microwave users. I've probably used this thing more for my cooking call. Not now, anyway, no. I would be um, I yes. personally have a regular micro- microwave with raised buttons, and then I just get told which button I need to do the little bit of microwave use I use, which is just to do stuff like just melting that butter and stuff like that. So yep. I, I know where the 30-second start button is and where the stop button is, and I just press that however many times I need to. And, the thing I do not like about this talking microwave, and I'm stirring the sugars, by the way, guys. The thing I do not like about this talking microwave is it does run in 30-second intervals, and it's not easy to set it for, like, 15 seconds or whatever. As for the... Yeah, you can just turn the Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I, we have a new kitchen assistant here, guys, and uh, so she's offering a commentary. Yeah, you can do it. Um, but you just have to remember each click of the dial, and it doesn't, even for a talking microwave, it does not read you the seconds, so you have to remember. Um, as for the brown sugar clumping, you just have to stir vigorously. This is truthfully why I hate baking, if, uh, to be honest, because you have to worry about this type of thing. Um, Tori, do you have any tips on that? I mean, we talked a little bit about packing the brown sugar. Um, I personally, like, I, when I'm dealing with the brown sugar, I just break it up with my hand when it's in the bowl. Yeah. Just kind of, when you store it, I was mainly talking more about storage, sorry. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. Well, when, when I store it, I put it in a tub, and once it's in the tub, I give it a good shake, which breaks up the bigger clumps. Oh, that makes sense. Um, and then... This is Heidi. Hold on, everybody, please raise your hand if you have anything to contribute. Um, And then basically the the smaller clumps, I just, as I come to them when I'm using it, I break them up. All right. Very good. I guess I'll just like... All right, well, hold on real quick then. Um, Heidi, was yours in response to um, Holly's question or is it something different? No, it's in response to Holly's. All right, so I'll tell you what, since it's a response, I'll let you go, and then we're going to switch over to Clubhouse. So, um, I've actually um, been told that if you keep a piece of bread in it, it will keep the moisture, and it will help to prevent it from clumping. Yeah, it doesn't work. All right. So, Very good. Now, I had heard that uh, trick before, but that's good to know. All right, thank you, Heidi, and now let's go over to Clubhouse.
Jeanette. All right, Jeanette. Jeanette. Good morning, all. It doesn't work. Um, two things. You can still get talking microwaves, and you actually have one where you can set this up. You can get them. There is a microwave on Amazon, and if people are interested, I can get the link. Uh, I know someone who purchased it. He loves it. And Blind Mice Mega Mall also has talking microwaves, and I believe that's where ours came from. And it does. We can do seconds. We can do minutes. We actually love ours. But my question for you, Herbie, is about how long did you put that butter on? I'm used to melting it in a pan. So I did it about for a minute and a half. Okay. That it depends um, on the temperature of your microwave to how long you need to do it for. Yeah. Sure, but if Isn't I have that, an idea what he did, I can judge. Honestly, well, you're better off doing it in 30-second increments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember I and that's and remember that's why I said I kept looking as I went along. I didn't just trust the time. So um, um, that being said, you know, if I'd had more time, I would have preferred the pan. But um, yeah. yeah, but about, you know, it, it, and it just depends And the more butter you have in there. And, and there's also factors, too, that can, you know, like the size of the bowl and stuff like that. So. Um, it's one of those things. How long has been out of the fridge before you? Put how it long in it's there? been out of the fridge? Yep, there are so many factors that you just have to gauge and look. Yep. All right. The brown have... butter sometimes makes a difference. Thank you, Herbie. Oh, Abraham has his. Um, All right. Before we go back to Zoom, do we have anybody else in Clubhouse? I want to double check that first. Nope. Nope. Okay, then Abraham. Abraham. Um, I've heard that a slice of apple in your brown sugar or a marshmallow, which I just heard yesterday, uh, works. I've never heard the marshmallow one, but the apple one might work. Yeah. All I, right. I haven't tried the apple one, but I know that I the bread a- one does not work. I knew an apple a day keeps a doctor away. I did not know that an apple a day keeps the moisture in. So there you go. All right. Very interesting tips, guys. Okay, so we need two teaspoons baking soda, salt and vanilla, and two beaten eggs. And I think we're going to do all that before we deal with the flour. And I'm double checking. Yep. So um, let us deal with our baking soda first. And for that, I need my baking soda, which I happen to have. And I have two baking sodas in the fridge. One is kept sealed. Can I use that one for baking? I have another one that can help with odors. That one is left unsealed. So now let's get out our teaspoon. And, um... And uh, by the way, folks, just thank you for bringing with us with the confusion. We are getting used to the whole new uh, idea of um, merging Zoom and Clubhouse. So, and uh, making sure that everybody is uh, accommodated. So we uh, are glad to see this is working out as well as can be expected. So we just, I do thank you all for your patience as we learn how to deal with that and there are a lot of exciting events happening on both zoom and clubhouse and we'll talk about those in a little bit all right i had a teaspoon 
and I guess I no longer do. So we will have to make do with, come on, I at least have a half teaspoon a minute ago. Unfortunately, when stuff keeps uh, disappearing, it makes life interesting. Okay, there we go. Um, there's my half teaspoon. So we're just going to do this four times instead of two times and call it good. And let's see. So scoop number one of the baking soda. Oh, we got a lot of clumpage here, but I'm going to pour that in the bowl. Oh, got some stuff spilling here. This is not the greatest teaspoon, but it's working. I think I'm going to need to replace my set. And uh, there, that is in there. So I just scooped it out of the box. And next thing we need is the vanilla. And uh, it's really interesting to me how most chocolate uh, recipes do require vanilla in some form. But That's because quite a lot of the chocolate used in recipes is bitter and the vanilla will help to sweeten it along with the sugar. Yep. So I'm just going to be liberal with the vanilla and just pour some in, call it good, because it'll be fine. you can? Exactly. So it comes in a an oblong shaped bottle that's kind of like long at the bottom and gets narrower narrower as you get to the top. So that's how you can tell your vanilla bottle. It's uh, usually plastic and depending on the ounces will depend on how big the bottle is. Mine is a smaller bottle and it just has a cap that you twist off. Okay, so I think the other thing we need here is our salt and our beaten eggs. And again, I'm just going to kind of guess with the salt. We don't want too much. The idea really for the salt is so that way things uh, work together the way they should. So I'm just going to pour in a little bit. And, you know, I don't want too much, obviously, but... Uh, we want enough to where it'll help things gel together. And finally, the beaten eggs. So this is going to be interesting because what we're going to have to do is beat the eggs first before we put them into the bigger bowl. So for this, I'm going to get out my smaller bowl that I use for eggs. And we're going to get out two eggs. So let's see what we can do here. Can I just uh, carry them from the fridge? I think I can. And um, we just need two of them. So that'll work out nicely. Okay, so. I'm going to crack egg number one into the bowl, making sure I give myself enough room to work with here. And the shell can be very 
temperamental at times, but we're getting it. I like to crack closer to the edge so that way we have um, less shell to work with in a way because you only have to lift up the one side. So now egg number two. And when it cracks the way it should, it just creates a nice little gap. So that is done and I'm going to toss these shells in the garbage and wash the raw egg off of my hands. And then we're going to beat them. You can use either a fork or a wire whisk. I'm just going to use the whisk and just uh, move it around the bowl here in circular motions. And do that. And then we're going to pour this into the mixing bowl. And I'm going to put my smaller bowl and whisk in the sink. And we are going to then stir this again. So where is my spoon? There is my spoon. Okay, so now the when I mixed it the first time, the first the at first the butter and the sugars were a little stiff, but um this is going to Right now it's liquidy. I imagine it's supposed to kind of firm up in a little bit here. Yes, it does. Yep. It kind of uh, ends up, looks liquidy at the beginning and then firms up. Same thing happens with most cookie recipes. Yep. But that's what's really going to make it firm up, of course, is when we add in the flour and all that good stuff. Okay, so... Does anybody have any questions and uh, about what we've done so far? By the way, I forgot to mention that that this is just on what we've done so far. If you have any additional things you want to talk about, save those till later. So, um, Zoom Clubhouse guys, talk to me. All right, Dexter has his hand raised. Dexter. Hi, Dexter. Kirby, I I understand you know having. The uh, a thing of baking soda in the fridge to absorb odors and to react with the methane that is produced with regard to the uh, ripening of vegetables and that in there. But the second one uh, that you're using for cooking, I don't understand why you're keeping that inside the fridge. Is there uh, any <laughs> It was a good question. I thought I was, you know, I could have, maybe I was told wrong, but I was told that bake, baking soda once open should be kept in the fridge to keep it fresh. Once it's open, but you said it wasn't open. No, it is open, but it's sealed in a Ziploc bag. Oh, okay. That's why. But also, well, um, I still keep mine in the cupboard regardless, and it's fine. All right. I, I always have too, and I've never had any issues that way. All right. Well, that is good to know. Like I said, I was told that you should keep it in the fridge so it you know, will remain fresher and last longer. But um, now, baking powder uh, you know, does have major problems with you know keeping it sealed. That, but yeah, but as long as it's properly sealed, even so that can be in the cupboard. 
Yeah, baking yeah, powder, yeah. I've never kept that in the fridge because those that always comes in a plastic container with the lid on. And so you just reseal it that way. But yeah, but, uh, you, I mean, you need right? to keep make sure it's sealed. But if it's sealed in your Ziploc baggie, you can put it back in your cupboard. Yeah, I would agree. All right. So, well, that is good to know. And... Uh, even Very Kirby learns stuff on these calls. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Any other questions? Not in Zoom. And how about Not over in Clubhouse? Not in Clubhouse? Okay. okay. We are good. All right. Then next up is going to be our flower and corn You just spoke very, very loud. Oh, no, it could be me. That's okay. I just knocked my table. That's why. Oh, I was going to say I didn't do anything. <laughs> no, it was me. All right. Sorry. Go, carry on. All right. So uh, now that we've established that I sound normal, at least, even if I'm not normal. Um, where is my measuring cup? There it so is. you sounded normal. Yes. right here all right so i've got a nice two cup measuring cup and i've got a new bag of flour that i have to use up so what's going to work the best is first of all i need to open the flour and this comes in those um, package things that are paper obviously i'm going to take out my flour container and we're going to pour the flour into there first because it's easier to deal with our measuring cup that way. So these things are a little bit interesting to open, but we can just kind of unseal the package. It doesn't have to be anything pretty here. What we want is to get it open because we're not going to reseal this particular bag anyway. So now I'm going to pour this into the container. And yes, you could pour, if you're good, you can pour the flour from the bag into the cup. I just find that more problematic myself. So that is why I don't. That's but, a good thing where the stuff works with us, where we're doing grams and ounces all the time, because I can just pour it, put the uh, bowl on the scales and pour it into the bowl. All right. So, um, but here we do things a little differently, and um, we're going to scoop now the cup two cups of flour into here and that leaves us a nice dent which means we have room for our lid we also have some flour that did still end up spilling that is unfortunate um i'm not sure if that was an overflow or the bag had another tear in it somewhere that i did not see but um, there, at least the rest of the flour is contained. I'm going to put that 
Oh, nope, nope. I forgot. I still need another half cup. All right, so let's deal with that. Where is my half cup? There is my half cup. And this needs a slight rinsing off. I apologize to the dog. I'm not in a position to be able to mute right now. I do not hear the dog, actually, but... Oh, good. Even better. It is. Well, I don't know. Sherlock Holmes once talked about the dog that did not bark in the night, so... Well, this um, one just barks in the day. Oh, there he is. All right. Well, then, no, this recipe would not be good for you, doggy. I am sorry. Um, nope. No chocolates for doggies. Nope. So I'm going to level off this uh, half cup and pour it in. And now we're going to turn things over to our kitchen assistant, Chanel, who crushed the cornflakes for us. And she's going to talk to us about that. So ladies and gentlemen, please give a round of applause for Chanel. Yeah, Allen. yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so Tori suggested I could do this part. It was kind of fun. I decided that I wanted to crush them by putting them in a Ziploc bag because that's, we've talked about crushing things in Ziploc bags, either in here or in Janine's call. So first you open the cornflakes. Herbie wanted me to describe the materials. So it is a cardboard box. Then the bag is like, I don't know how you describe the material, but it's a normal cereal bag. You find the seam and then you, I place like, couple fingers of one hand on one side of the seam and a couple fingers of the other hand and then kind of rip them away from each other. So you're not tear making a tear in the bag, but you're kind of ripping yeah, away from each other. And it didn't work at first and then it did. So then I um, made a nice even hole or whatever opening. Um, then I, Herbie gave me his two cup measuring cup and I was afraid that I would spill, but I didn't actually spill any cereal. Um, you actually, I had to lift the box kind of high uh, to pour, not all the way upside down, but probably a little bit more than halfway up. Um, and so then I poured into the two cups. I poured the two cups. Then I put, tried to put the bag over the measuring cup. And that took a little tiny bit of doing, but I got it. And then I, we were kind of having this debate over, is it two cups crushed or two cups uncrushed? And I, we, Tori and Herbie both agreed that the Herbie, that the recipe reads two cups uncrushed. Um, but it didn't look like very much to me and I want extra crunch. So while Herbie was doing the rest of the ingredients here for a little bit, I was crushing some more and adding it to the bag. So I probably have closer to four cups uncrushed. So we'll see how it tastes. Hey, if you want extra crunch, you have extra crunch. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you, Chanel. And um, now we're going to get the uh, crushed cornflakes. While Chanel was talking about that, I went ahead also and poured in the chocolate chips as we are starting to run a little bit short on time here. So... I'm uh, going to now pour the cornflakes in here, and let's see, do I need anything else for this recipe? I don't think so, but no, I, think um, I think I got everything too. I will double check, but uh, 
Okay, yep, so it says mix it all thoroughly, so that is everything. And then we're going to shape the dough and all that jazz in a little bit. So, now that I've got all that, we're just going to stir and uh, get everything mixed in here so it will become a dough. So while you stir, I, shall I tell them what I had to do differently? Yes, let's go into Tori's tips, guys. Okay, so first of all, as I mentioned near the beginning of the call, I never get white sugar. I mean, we don't even have it in the house. My husband doesn't care which kind he uses, and I don't like to use white sugar, so it's always brown sugar. So instead of the cup of each, I've got two, um, just the brown sugar. Uh, I also don't eat eggs, so I used a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar per egg. That's my preferred egg substitute for baking. Uh, you can use any kind of substitute you would like, but that's my preference. Um, I also had to get hold of some um, dairy-free chocolate chips for myself, um, but that was actually relatively easy to do because these days, most places actually sell those. Um, other than that, I was able to do most of um, the things as they are, although I did have to be careful which brand of cornflakes I got because certain brands add ingredients I can't have, of course, because most a lot of companies do stuff like that, add stuff that they think works great, which doesn't work for me. So be careful if you are doing them and have allergies about what's in whichever brand of cornflakes you buy. Interesting. Yeah, you'd think just simple cornflakes wouldn't need anything extra, but... Uh... You should see some of the random stuff, things, get, uh, things that, that get added to recipes. I mean, I think a lot of it's more for preserving and whatever, but... Um, a lot of it is, yeah. Which is, you know... Um, yeah, so, alright guys, so whatever you're buying, you if you have allergies or whatever, okay, so this has definitely become a very stiff dough, in fact, so stiff that I switched to a wooden spoon. I switched to my hands when that happened. I'm about to, because, um, this has definitely become very, very stiff. Very tasty, though, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, I'd be happy to use my hands and, you know, come uh, stir, I mean, taste, I mean, stir, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, guys, so um, it's funny how we always seem to have the uh, same host lately. I think uh, it's a conspiracy, I don't know, but uh, our host, uh, Sheila, who has a recipe swap, just did a, a no-bake recipe call. So, uh, I, you know, you, you could... Uh, Make your dough and not eat it, and there'll be no bake. So, uh, yeah, but then they wouldn't be chocolate chip crunch cookies. Maybe chocolate chip crunch dough, cookie dough. Be different. Oh, okay. Well, very important difference, by the way. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Sheila's recipe swap, it's one uh, cooking call you are guaranteed to get every second and fourth Wednesday of the month. And that is also on Clubhouse as well as Zoom. So we hope you will join us there. Um, join Sheila there, rather. Um, I'm usually there. And um, 
sometimes I even include recipes. And I actually need to try that one that I gave for the uh, mud pie right here on this call at some point. But um, this time I think it's uh, where is the beef, if I'm not mistaken. So um, good chance to beef up your recipe documents if you've not done so already by emailing community at acb.org and asking to be added to uh, ask, uh, have your information forwarded on to Sheila so she can add you to her mailing list. And um, if you ask her very... On. Yay. Yep. Yay. And if you ask her very, very nicely, she might even send you the all the documents that she has so far. So um, you, you have, have the hand raised if you would like to take it. I would like to take it, yes. All right. Hi. Um, I was just going to say, uh, adding all brown sugar makes the cookies slightly, uh, the texture slightly chewier. Yes. Um, and then uh, instead of cornflakes, I heard that you can try um, lightly salted potato chips. You could. You could also yeah. potentially do it with rice krispies or something similar. Give me more cornflakes. Uh, cinnamon toast crunch, or just adding some cinnamon with the cornflakes. Yeah, that would also work. Uh, but again, if you've got allergies, you want to be careful what's in the various cereals. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't have allergy issues, thank you, Herbie. Um, if you don't have allergy issues, then you can use whatever kind of cereal you want, I would have thought. So this brings an interesting question, then. If you were to use potato chips, would you have chocolate chip chip cookies, or...? Yes. All hmm. right. Well, thank you, Abraham. And do we have any questions in Zoom or Clubhouse? You do have another hand, Peggy Ann. Go ahead, Peggy, Peggy Ann. Ann. All right. Hi. Um, I think you said this, but I missed it. Um, what are you putting the oven at to cook? Three seventy-five. And no, we did not. What'd you say? I'm sorry. 375. 375. Okay. Thank you. And, and no, we did not say it earlier. Oh, okay. Good. I didn't miss anything. Thank you. Nope. Okay. So it says to do this uh, walnut size. I unfortunately don't have a walnut, so I can't really picture that. And um, it says he's a greased uh, cookie sheet. So walnut size, the ball would easily fit in the palm of Chanel's hand. All right. So, I'm saying Chanel because I know that she's... Um, got small hands. Uh, she should have small hands like me because she's about my height. So, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, all right. So let it's the closest I can give you to a measurement. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. So rather than doing a greased cookie sheet, I'm going to do parchment paper. And what we're going to do is bake these. It says to add these to a wire rack after they are done baking. Um, these recipe says that matters. Um, that is interesting. I must admit, I've never really tried transferring stuff to a. To be honest, it says that for a lot of recipes, but I nine times out of ten don't bother. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of difference, and it's just one extra thing you got to do. And if you try moving them when they're too hot, they'll just fall apart anyway. So exactly. So. We're going to skip that part, but uh, it says to have them walnut sized and have the doughs flattened. You know, like the dough things flattened, so that's what we are uh, doing. I'm making sure they are... For those who even... don't know how big a walnut is and I can't use Chanel's hands for, 
Um, basically, you want small balls, not like you would normally have like golf ball size cookies, you want uh, baseball size cookies or golf ball or whatever size cookies you do. You want them small. Yeah, Herbie, not any of your big cookies. And Yeah, your- that's why I was saying Chanel's hand's not yours, Herbie, because we want little ones. Little ones, all right. I'd probably be better at doing little ones, but I know he doesn't have all day to wait while I try to do them on the sheet, so. Nope. All right, now Clubhouse, you guys have been super quiet over there. Do we have any questions? No. No. All right. Aww, well, guys. People in Clubhouse, you're making Lucy sad. Yeah. But, you know, Oh, Chanel, you wanted to say something? Yeah, don't don't overcrowd the sheet because they're going to spread. Only like yeah. 12 on one sheet. Yep. All right. I am getting uh, lectured here in my own kitchen, but that's how these things go. So um, real quick, guys. So if you, you might be making, you know, if you're going to make Lucy sad right now, that's not fine, but definitely make her happy by coming to her games to play with Lady A call happening today at 2 p.m. Eastern. That is always, always, always an exciting call. And um, let's just say she actually does it more civilized than I would. If I did a call like that, it could not be held on the community because it would be games to play with Lady A uncensored. And um, when she does not understand me, especially in something vital, there, there, there'd be a few words I'd be saying to it that... Um, that we don't need to know about. Exactly. So, um, there you go. So, I definitely encourage you to come to that. Also, Blind Since Birth is making a comeback. Yes, indeed. And uh, with our schedules, I don't know uh, if it's it may be here today and gone tomorrow, or it may be here permanently. But uh, you better come to that if you want to. Uh, I can't. See what- you can't. Mm. No, I'm going to be learning how to do a um, thing in crochet. So. Crochet? You'd rather do that? Well, actually, I'd like to do both, but because I'm actually going to be trying to learn something that I've been struggling to get um, the hang of, I really need to be paying attention. So, Well, the good news is it's yeah. also going to be in Clubhouse, so you can replay. And we have a hand. Yes, Jeanette. Jeanette, all right. Okay. Go ahead, Jeanette. Jeanette. Sorry, I was having a little problem with my headset. It wouldn't let me unmute. Um, so two things. I have done a similar recipe with potato chips, and it's a different kind of a crunch, but it's a good taste. And Herbie, I will be monitoring your blind at birth call tonight. So people need to come because I would be sad if there was no one. Yeah, you need to make Jeanette happy too. Yep. Yeah. All right. Funny how we're having using other people's calls to make uh, other people happy. That That's because going to community calls makes people happy. Yeah, I know, but we don't talk about making us happy. We take them up. I don't know. All right, so I'm now going to put these in the oven. And um, we've got our first batch done. So, And so we're going to 
And what is our time, somebody? Sheila? We have about seven minutes. Okay, very good. So we won't get to try these here, but um, we will get to try them on the coffee clutch. So also, real quick, if you have not had a chance to learn about iOS 16 and you'd like to see some of the things demoed that is new in it, make sure you join Apple Bytes tonight. That is going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. It's also and... a really fun bedtime story call tonight. Oh, bedtime really? Story. But yeah, Abby's doing a bedtime story call. All right. But that's, is that at the same time? No. Don't that's think so. Eight. Or no, that's at 9 Eastern. It's at 9 Eastern, so it's after your call, I believe. Oh, good. All right. Well, maybe I'll just have to listen to that. And uh, Sounds good. Bedtime story definitely sounds like a good plan. Neighborhood Coffee Clutch, by the way, is next hour. So um, I forgot how long I'm supposed to bake these things for. Let's see. Eight to ten minutes. Computer or... Hey, Google. Set timer for seven minutes. Sure, seven minutes. Oh, you're Starting right. Now. I need to fix you. I am doing it for seven minutes because it was already in for at least one minute, and it's probably going to need the rest of the time. So, Neighborhood Coffee Clutch is next hour. I think in future, I'm learning that at least baking recipes, we may need to start doing an hour and a half just so we actually get the opportunity to take them yeah, out the cookies. What? Actually, I think that that's happening with uh, a lot of our calls, um, baking, yeah. And, and, yeah. so we might have to extend the call. I think we're going to have to, so um, <clears throat> sorry, coffee clutch, I don't like to bite into you, but uh, it's just how these things seem to go lately. No, so. you should drink coffee, not bite it. Exactly. Tori, you're telling people to drink coffee? What? Yeah, because then if they drink it, I don't have to, and they'll leave my tea alone. Oh, okay. So self-interest. Oh, there you there. go. <laughs> Irby, you have a hand, Holly Anderson. All right, Holly. Yes. And this is your first oh. time to this call, right? Yeah. All right. Um, I was curious, how will you know when they're done? Because I struggle with that sometimes. I, this is one of the reasons why I personally, I got to tell you truthfully. So, um, since this is the first time I, I bake um mainly for these calls i hate it otherwise but it's you just have to kind of tell with the firm you know you just use the recipe you get to know your oven it's you just have to let the cookies cool down a little bit and um wait to see how they turn out you know you can just kind of give it like the medium amount of time too like if it says eight to ten minutes give it nine minutes and you're probably going to be done the smaller the thing you're cooking or ba baking, the easier it's going to cook. And if you leave it in too long, the burning smell and the smoke alarm is also going to be good indicators that they are more than done. So more reliable My option, though, Holly, um, is, is it, and this will actually be helpful. It starts to firm up when it's done. Yeah. My 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 dad when he makes cookies and it, he's obviously sided. He will move them up to the top. And I've not known any, a lot of blind people that do that. And I've never done that because I feel like it's it's a sided thing. And I don't know if it's necessary. I haven't figured it out yet. I only, if I'm doing enough that I've got it on more than one tray, a shelf, then I will swap them halfway through. But otherwise, no, I don't bother. 
Um, no. The, if you're doing cake, though, it is a good idea to do that because um, it means you can cook more of the middle before the top starts to brown too much. But if you're doing cookies, right. it's not really necessary. Okay. Thanks. All right. And, um, okay, so we've got three minutes left. Do we have any other hands on either platform? No. Nope. Okay, well, Lucy, I'm just curious, how many people did we have? We have 18 here in Zoom. That's including uh, hosts and moderators and all that. So I'm just, uh, I'm just curious, how many do we have in Clubhouse, if you're able to quickly tell me? 18. 18. Oh, wow. So it actually matches them both. Well, that's pretty cool, guys. Um, I honestly didn't know. That's good to know because uh, since I can only see one platform, you know, I can't see who's out there. So I... Uh, Thank you, everybody who is there or is well, listening to the replay. Let me just say we had 18 altogether. We have six here right now. Okay. Well, that's still, you know, for Clubhouse, that's still pretty good. So, um, so six of you, but, you know, thank you for the six that uh, stayed or if you came late. Um, hope you enjoyed it. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the ACB Club to keep track of all the other rooms that are broadcast in the clubhouse and also even more important subscribe to the email list communityacb.org where you get all our calls that we have not just the ones that are on clubhouse and yes they are open to everybody so we want to see you and um so if um you are one of those who i'm talking to if you're in clubhouse right now and you're not on the list i am indeed talking to y-o-u and same for anybody that's listening on the stream if you are not on the community list and finding out the other great calls there's other cooking calls there's technology calls you will not be bored i i assure you we're learning you can learn crochet yeah the hard part yeah. is deciding which ones to go to exactly so don't delay and I do not get a commission for the, by the way, um, just uh, letting you know. So it is no, free sponsorship. No, nope. Um, so thank you, Tori, as always. Thank you, Sheila, for hosting today. Thank you, Deb, for streaming. Thank you, Lucy, for moderating. Thank you, Jane Sue, for keeping us connected. Uh, great job. And thank you, Chanel, for assisting with the cornflakes. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this thing. 